you know, a stupid way that we can as Christians. You know, it's tempting to discourage yourself in this regard, but it's stupid and it's unbiblical. You know, I, was, I wrote books, you know, and, I, and I'm looking out and I'm seeing the way that books are received uh, by the masses. And I had this feeling of, look how well their books are received and people give them good reviews, etc. And here I am dying in front of this computer, you know, many times in tears because it, it's so demanding. Here I am doing it and it seems like nobody cares. And it's so easy for people to come on who disagree with the conclusions drawn from Scripture. If it doesn't jive with their tradition, they can just come on there and, and put a one-star review and just slander your book and jump off there and go on about their day like everything's fine. Not knowing that that all of the the agony and and that went into writing this book. And instead of uh, uh, dealing with the information, you know, carefully, point by point, it's just, uh, this doesn't agree with my tradition, you know, one star, it's not true. And people hold themselves up as that, the apex of Christianity. You know, they are the end all be all. Their, their interpretation is correct. You know, no need to sit up here and be careful with the scriptures and to evaluate you know, our beliefs and compare them and study these things. No need for that. We've already got it in the bag. And that's what Jesus was talking about when he said the blind, the ones who, who are blind will, uh, will see and the ones who see will be made blind. The one who think they got it already. They can't see. They don't need anybody to teach them anything. They got it already and they understand everything. They don't need no, what do you mean? Well, no, that scripture don't mean that because I already know and that doesn't match with what I believe. So, you know, it just means something else. Instead of saying, well, what does the scripture say? Forget my presupposition. You know, that's not that mentality. There is, there isn't some people, but not those who think they already know. And this is common in the religious society, you know, and the ones who think the, the greatest persecution. And it's been this way historically, you know. Uh, during the times of the Reformation, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the 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 the, the reformed quote unquote Christians being persecuted, which they were uh, by the Catholic Church. But you know, the, today when they say the Reformation, the reformed Christian, whatever, they're talking about Calvinists. But that wasn't always the case. You know, Calvinists killed a lot of people. Yes, they did. You know, Michael Servetus was burned at the stake. Because Calvin set him up and wanted him to be executed so. He, he said he would not let him escape alive. And he set up Michael Servetus, turned him in to those who he knew would kill him, and had him killed. Look at the Anabaptists. The Anabaptists were killed in vast numbers by the Calvinists. In Paul's day, it was the religious Jews that chased him around from city to city to persecute him. It was the religious hierarchy that stood in judgment against Christ and accused him of blasphemy and turned him to, over to be killed. It was the false prophets who were praised. You know, and so why should we look at, Jesus said, Woe unto you when all men speak well of you. That's how they treated the false prophets before you. So why? 
should we look at uh, the way that something is a person's ministry is received and say, man, I, I, I my ministry is not being received well. Ergo, uh, you know, I'm doing something wrong. This ain't this ain't worth it. You know, by what standard do we make that conclusion? You know, if if it's so easy to slander somebody's work online, and Jesus said the ones who are hated when all men speak. Uh, evil you and cast out your name as evil and ostracize you etc that's how they treated the prophets before you then such things should not move us to where oh they're you know they're well received I'm not well received that should not matter at all you know if anything that should be an indicator that you are more likely doing uh, it the biblical way than the others because it's so easy to, you know, people want to be patted on the back, you know, this easy breezy salvation, you know, have your cake and eat it too, God loves you, everything's fine just the way you are, you know, he just wants great things for you, you know, as you're living your life, you always remember, he wants great things for you, uh, and just, just this easy breezy do what you want to do, God's got your back mentality is not Christianity but that's what people want you know this 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 philosophical you know live like you want to live but have God as a philosophy you know or you know just just this vain theology and it doesn't mesh with Christianity but when you start calling people to repentance Jesus said, the world cannot hate you. It hates me because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. And when you ain't taking a stand for righteousness and saying that the works thereof are evil, well, they're not going to hate you like they hated Jesus because Jesus said that's why they hated him. But what, what happens when, they, when you do stand for righteousness? They hate you. And so forget people receiving you or not receiving you. You know, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4, it doesn't matter to him if people judge him. The one who judges him is the Lord. And we got to have that mindset to where even if the whole world is against us, lining up to throw stones at us, to call us like Christ, you know, blasphemer, you know, uh, or like they said about Paul in Acts 24, you know, uh, that he was a heretic. You know, if they, if they, line up to say these things about us if they reject us and we are you know alone and 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 called crazy like they said about jesus or if they say we have a demon like they said about jesus like they said about john the baptist you know it's it's stupid to try to please men because nowhere in the bible do we see that as the standard or as the uh regular pattern that occurred when men were serving God correctly. And so forget this notion, man. If you look out there and see, oh, you know, everybody hates me. Everybody's talking about me. Nobody, you know, maybe one in a hundred thousand, you know. Well, what's the point? Or I look out there and you see this, oh, he's got mega ministry, man. Everybody, you know, and I know I've been sincere with God. I know I've been serving God. You know, no, no, no. Well, is that your reward? Is that what you want? to be received by men to be praised by men that should not matter at all no. not if you have a biblical mindset 
So away with this notion. That should not discourage you. Do what God says. You know, and, and, and it may just be, you know, and another thing too, we got to, you know, many are those that go to destruction, but few there be that find life. So many don't care. Few do. And so we should not look at numbers, but look at individuals, you know, not looking at numbers, but at individuals. Because if you can reach one individual, one, and you may not even see it when you do. It may be something reverberating that reaches them. But if you can just reach one individual and they make it into eternal life because of what God did in you, how can you in any way say that you failed? But if you reach a hundred million people and they all love you and praise you, but instead of uh, getting teaching them repentance and righteousness in Christ Jesus you just pacify them and tickle their ears and they receive you well how can you say that's a success that's a failure so we have to keep the perspective of pleasing God the perspective of God's judgment of judgment day of eternal things Okay, because it's not for us in this life to be praised. That's not what's going to happen. This is the time when we deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Him. The cross was, you know, when they, when, when a person was carrying a cross, you know what that meant? Reject from society, you know, doomed to death. Somebody that we don't even want here with us anymore. Kill them. Get rid of them. Get rid of him. We don't want him here anymore. He doesn't belong with us. Kill him. You know. Or some major accusation. You know, hey, blasphemer. Kill him. So when you carry the cross, this is, and Jesus said in nine, Luke 9, 23, you got to take your cross daily and follow him. This is a, an acceptance of rejection from men. And so it's stupid to be saying well I'm taking my cross daily and following Jesus but while Jesus was carrying his cross and they were yelling crucify him kill him spitting on him etc while they were if that's what happened in regard to Jesus cross well what are we thinking we're walking behind him in his footsteps carrying the cross and people are supposed to throw roses at us and cheer our name really if they called the head of the house uh, Beelzebub, how much more are the members of the household? You know, if they hated Jesus, they're going to hate us. If we do like Jesus did. Because the world is not different. This is, this is a sinful generation. But there were multitudes throughout history that because of what Christ did will live forever so let's follow him looking unto eternal things not to these temporal things because looking at these temporal things will cause you to faint it will cause you to give up because you're you're not gonna get uh, 
good things in this life, you know, because you're standing for righteousness. That's not going to be. <laughs> Our reward is not in this life. And if you're serving God in the in following Christ and thinking, well, my reward's supposed to be in this life, let me determine if I'm going to be encouraged or discouraged by you know how I'm received or what I'm getting, etc., etc. Well, that's stupid. But it's a righteous thing with God for those who suffer. For those who suffer in this life for the sake of Christ. To that there be a recompense that remains for them. Because there's no injustice with God. And so, if you don't receive reward in this life, if you suffer for the cause of Christ, and if you are rejected even to death, that is all the more reason for you to rejoice and leap for joy. Because a recompense remains unto you.